Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And you can depend on us to deliver quality content week after week. In fact, we do. This week, short episode. And I say short episode in that there's not a whole lot to discuss, mostly because... I mean, it ran for an hour and ten minutes, but the only thing they really do here is they finish the fight from the previous one, and then they move on to a bunch of rules lawyering, and then they move on to burying a body for 20 minutes, maybe not quite so long, and and then finally they move on and they make it to the fort. But, like, they spend so much time talking about, I don't, I don't really know. I guess we could start at the beginning. They tend to give Matt a lot of crap in this one. I think your perception of that depends on uh, how you see, you know, this fight. Because we pick up in Much Ado About Corpses right after Crix has been beheaded. And, uh, you know, Alex starts in with, you know, everybody still got their heads. And then it just keeps going and going. And, you know, then uh-huh. they talk about how it was an avoidable fight that cost him his head. Yep. Referring to Cricks, of course. I mean, it was. You know, and like I said, avoidable depends on how you look at the situation. And, uh, Fair enough. you know, we're going along. And now the part that really got me is that, well, it was some hurtful, like, I'm just going to erase Cricks from the initiative track. Uh-huh. And then Tom starts giggling. And uh, this is the best part. And he goes, uh, uh, Matt, would Cricks still be alive if I'd continued the haste? <laughs> And Matt goes, yes, because he exactly matched my AC, which means if I'd had a plus one. And Tom just keeps giggling. So the truth has come out, folks. You don't have to depend on our positions anymore. The truth is Tom. Tom killed Cricks. Wasn't Toast's dice. It It was Tom. Nope. All Tom. All Tom. All Tom all the time. So if you need to direct your anger somewhere, please direct it to Tom on Discord. He deserves it. That's all I can say. I mean, he giggled the whole time. Matt was there in pain. You could hear it. Especially when, you know, it was, well, let's just delete the Crimson Herald from the initiative track. Matt's all, oh, just crushed. You could hear it. Soul was hurt. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was rough. And yep, uh, they kind of get into it, and I guess... Well, they, they wail on them. They wail on the two morgues, and then they get the Fex hammered down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chill Touch goes off for the first time, I think, this campaign. I think it's maybe on and undead. I think he's done that a number of times, though, doesn't he? I, I think I, it's just an extra thing that it happens when it triggers on undead. I swear he's used it before. I know he has. Perhaps, but I don't think he's used... I do not think he's used it on an undead, because I don't think this has gone off before. Mm. And Alex was not happy. Yeah, because he basically makes his Fex turn and run, despite just having decapitated his friend. But mechanically, he is now panicked, and he has to run. And I will say, we had a, a very long discussion about this, about whether or not, just, I mean, kind of like they do in, in the episode where they wonder whether or not the Fex would use one of its spell-like abilities or, or, you know, things like that. And, you know, we had a discussion about it as well. And there was a lively discussion on the Discord mm-hmm. about what seemed appropriate based on the panic condition and using your spells or spell-like abilities or any abilities to escape. Yep. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool as far as uh, rules fun. discussions go. Ultimately, it kind of came down to... Uh... Well, ultimately, it depends on what the rules say, right? And and Alex made a decision, uh, which I don't disagree with. Uh, I did it first, and then, you know, through our discussion, I realized that I was actually in the wrong, and I, I don't it's think it's, I don't think it's in the wrong. I think there's room for multiple interpretations easily, and... Uh, yeah. But I... I think it kind of boiled down to what the map was like. Right. Or and we, they, oh, uh, Alex did say that they did not have a, you know, an actual map for this one. This was theater 
through the mine. They had a, a map up on roll 20, so they had a, I assume they had a grid so they could clock, you know, the tactical movement. Positions, yeah. But they didn't have trees designated or the trail marked or any of that stuff. It was, you know, like I said, theater of the mind. Alex did describe that there were trees, although the forests in Usulava, I guess, are pretty unhealthy and pretty sparse. You know, they're not mm-hmm. like a forest the way you'd think of them in the uh, and I guess in the classic sense. and But they are dense enough. They're dense enough to impede a, a run action, yes. Which is what we were thinking, but... Uh... That's what we were uh, we were ultimately pursuing is that, you know, if he could run, he should be able to get away. However, digging through it and talking to uh, Alex briefly, yeah, I, I think it's it came out the way it's supposed to come out. Yep, so I think they did a good job. I think they made the right call on that one. Yeah, and so. I especially like the standard for going forward with using abilities that might not be obvious escape abilities. You know, if it mm-hmm. breaks invisibility, then it counts as a, an attack and you can't use it. I yeah, thought that was I, real easy like to that. understand because invisibility has a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty easy standard to apply. At least it seems like, you know, at my table, we pretty well have that figured out. Yeah. So I think that works. Yeah, it was real positive. I guess after that. Yeah, somewhere after that, there were some crits started and, you know, Alex uh, yelled at Matt and said, get to work, do some work. <laughs> this guy's a rough episode. Well, I mean, he was at the time apparently working on building his new character, which I guess he was done about halfway through, but they put him in charge of the crit cards. I mean, he's always in charge of the crit cards, but like he actually had to do his job. <laughs> yeah, no, no <laughs> time so off. Kind of giving him... No time off for emotional loss. Yeah, they were continuing to pile on the salt. Yeah, inspired and Confidence. Just make a note of that, folks. You work for them. You don't get time off for anything. Dead characters. Nothing. nothing. And then I guess afterwards we realized that, you know, they can bring this thing down, but they can't actually kill it. None of them seem to have holy water yeah. or a glass or obsidian weapon. Right. No. They do make a... <laughs> no one had holy water. They make jokes about using a glass bottle, which Alex is like, no. Absolutely not. I have to say I disagree with that call because a broken glass bottle is an improvised weapon. So it is a weapon made of glass. I guess he's just going off the fact that it wouldn't have the glass descriptor in it. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't see the point of it not being that because it's, you know, would then thus be easy to make. But yeah. I, at the same time, you know, I, I don't think that's necessarily disqualifier that it's easy to create. I, I would actually have to agree with Alex. I wouldn't probably allow it at my table either just because there are specific glass weapons and this was just a bottle it's a good idea but i wouldn't probably allow it i don't know i think there's uh in some sense i think that's kind of cheesy I mean, hell, there was a Green Lantern that, you know, wood was the thing that made him powerless. So, you know, don't walk yeah. through a door, walk into a door, go in a house, uh, sit in a chair. You could take out two lanterns with a yellow pencil. Yeah, yeah there you go. It's, <laughs> it's perfect. It fights them all. I guess after that, you know, they kind of have a debate on what to do with the body, and ultimately they decide to bury it. <laughs> and then they have to have a discussion of whether or not they're burying their acquaintance of six hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> they, they couldn't really call him a friend. Oh, no, they could have called him a friend. They could have just done that and been nice to the dead. But, you know, Nick wasn't about to let it go. <laughs> no. So they uh, said some words over his grave. And... Yeah, I think they, they are. Hey, you know, we should dig a giant mass grave and then keep waiting for random encounter rolls. And the undead will come and fall in and we'll, we'll stomp them in the, in the hole. And then eventually we'll wipe out the uh, entire country, the, the undead tyrant's army. That'll make this so much easier. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, that's good Lord. exactly how that happens. But yeah, I think our genus ends up taking the hat back, though. I don't think they make it that specific, but he does mention he wants No, that was, I, I believe that was um, 
Randolph, because remember Randolph had gotten the hat and then had to cough up the hat. Oh, right, right, right. Because he goes, well, there's no tag in this hat. And then, you know, oh, yeah, there is. Look. Right. I'm just mixing them up. It's okay. I understand. Trying to protect Tom there. (laughs) I don't know why I'm trying to protect Tom. We we both gave him shit at the beginning of the episode. Oh, uh, it's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, though. I'm this episode and Uhtred's lack of interest in protecting Elksy to go after the fact that kind of is turning me against Uhtred, I'm going to say. I mean, it also could just be the exposure to all this, you know, beloved characters and stuff. He croaking. just doesn't want to get hurt again. Well, no, me. I mean, I could just be saying, that's it. I'm, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I've, I've crossed a line. Let them all die. I don't care. I mean, that could be where it's going, but I don't know. He went after Elksy. That, that, that's a low blow. And then said, hey, yeah, we're going to. You know, if Joe won't help him, then, you know, nobody who who else should. And then Tom backed him up. <laughs> yeah, see, we're coming back to Tom is just needs to go right now. That's where we're getting. I, I see it. Good. Good on you, Toast. Way to guide me there. You're, you're welcome. I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then I guess we kind of they end up moving on and they finally do make it to the castle. Yeah, And it does not look I good. I don't remember the name of the castle. The doors are wide open. It, well, it's not much of a castle either, if I recall correctly. I think it's like a fort. And the doors are just open, and it's just sitting there. Which is not ominous in the slightest. And then we get something that, it's Alex doing his thing again, where he fixates on like one thing, and he's like, it's a mangled pile of bodies. Horse bodies. Slaughtered horse bodies. And and they go back and forth about these horse bodies. Like, he keeps saying it over and over again, and like, okay, these things are going to attack them. And then, of course, it does. And that's where the episode ends, which is a good cliffhanger. But I'm just like, why are you so fixated on the well, horse the question, bodies? And why are you the saying qu- well, it like that? Well, because he's, you know, foreshadowing. It's, it's foreshadowing. Alex, I, I know. really here, I It's not really I can foreshadowing. Alex, it feels more like beating, beating the players over the head. Hey, there's horse bodies over here. Are they're, you saying he was dead. beating a dead horse? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying he was beating a dead horse. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And And, you know... Just beating a dead horse over and over and saying it over and over. That poor dead horse that he keeps beating. <laughs> I I want to say, though, I think an opportunity was missed here by Alex. Oh. I think GM Alex blew a real chance to get at us, the listeners. How so? It should have been a pile of dead elk. Oh, my God. I think the thing was that this is the horses that the knights were riding or, you know, had in their fort. I don't think they were riding elk. Yeah, I... I Get that, but you know the opportunity to foreshadow what he's going to do to Elksy because he's going to do her in. I, I, it should have been a pile of dead elk. I mean, really, you know, strike at us, get us. I mean, I guess so. It really feels like Alex wouldn't particularly go that far for it because you know, really, he know- okay, he kn- we we know it's coming, and he knows we know it's coming, and so he's not. I get the feeling he wouldn't just like be that blatant about it. He. <sighs> I mean, he might, but that just doesn't really strike me as what he would do to really drive that emotional knife deeper. That's a missed opportunity, in my opinion. All right. But, you know, I guess that depends a little on your point of view. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, have to, <sighs> I, I guess after that, we've got uh, pretty much the end of the episode. It's Like I said, it runs an hour and ten minutes, and there's not a lot going on in this one. No, it's very entertaining, uh, very enjoyable, and the cliffhanger continues with what I've seen this whole AP, which is just finding great times to drop the cliffhangers. And oh, they, that's they one don't thing. feel, to me, they don't feel predictable or um, boring. 
I mean, they always seem to happen at like a, this, an opportune moment and kind of different opportune moments, different emotional states, different, you know, things are going on that you want to know the next answer to. And then boom, cliffhanger. And I'm just super impressed. Oh, Alex's the, the guys cliffhanger game is. That. Oh, way up, way up. Oh, yeah. No, Alex is like spot on with delivering like just. Yeah, this is where we're going to end it this week. Uh, see you next week. <laughs> yeah, and not to beat a dead horse, but it I'm just still impressed. Uh, you know, normally I like puns, and today I've just... Uh, You've been punished too much. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I think we're done for the week then. So <laughs> uh, I think next week we're going to have Alex on here, so that should be fun. We can get into his head a little bit, so uh, I guess come back for that. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? non-pun related <laughs> that depends oh my god we're done <laughs> we will thank you <laughs> thank you all for listening in this week you can find us and the players at inspired incompetence discord links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. i'm lady toast and i'm lord richter see you next week bye bye let me pull over the pins and i'll get to it yeah, don't don't mess around with those depends. Oh Jesus! Uh. <laughs> See now you got me started. <laughs> You're gonna wonder why I said that. Yeah, why? <laughs> I need to wonder. It's gonna come out sooner or later. I can depend on it. <laughs> You're terrible. Oh my God! You're terrible. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do this. In fact, it can be said out. that he depends upon it. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. I can, Here I we can go. do this. I'm depending on you. You're going to do this the whole episode, are you? This is going to be my after episode funny bit. One can that, what this is. depend on such things, yes. <laughs>